Hey, hello, friends. Welcome to episode 184 of the Juice Box Podcast. Cast? Yeah. Okay, whatever. Can we do it again? Hello, and welcome to episode 184 of the Juice Box Podcast. On today's episode of the show, Jake Leach is returning. You remember Jake from Dexcom? He came and talked a few months ago when G6 came out. Jake is the Senior Vice President of Research and Development at Dexcom. Today, Jake's back to talk about basal IQ and the T-Slim pump, the type 1Z... Boy, I gotta tell you people, I'm tired, but I'm just gonna keep going. The type 0 acquisition, uh, what they have coming up, and a lot more in this briefer than you're normally used to episode of the podcast. That was English. Here we go. Please remember that nothing you hear on the Juice Box podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise, and to always consult a physician before making changes to your healthcare plan. This episode of the podcast is sponsored today by Dancing for Diabetes, by Omnipod, the tubeless insulin pump, and by Dexcom, makers of the G6 continuous glucose monitor. There'll be links mentioned during the show. Please make clicky on them. I started seeing news about the FDA clearance for for T-Slim, and they're going to start using something they're calling basal IQ, and I started seeing people using it a little bit, and I I wondered, so I picked through it. Seemed like it was a low suspend feature, and what it really made me start thinking about, if I'm being honest, is it just started making me wonder about all your other partnerships and where everything is headed, and, and this is still pretty early. So the first thing I wanted to ask you was, you know, what's the functionality on the T-Slim pump and how does, how does the Dexcom data make it work? Sure, sure, great. So um, the uh, basal IQ is um, the first uh, um, pump uh, that takes CGM data, the first commercial product, takes Dexcom CGM data and just the insulin uh, being delivered based um, on the, uh, the CGM reading. So um, the product's called Basal IQ, and what it does is it suspends insulin delivery when it predicts um, that glucose is, is trending low. And it, one of the exciting things about it is it can very quickly turn insulin back on when it starts to see the change, uh, the algorithm sees the change it wants to in, in the CGM readings. It can turn the insulin back on. It's not, not like a long period of suspension. Um, so I think that's, that's a nice uh, feature of the product. It's the very first integration um, with Tandem and G6. So um, they previously had the G5 pump, which was a, a sensor augmented pump um, with T-Slim. And now um, they can, uh, patients can basically do a firmware upgrade to the pump to get the basal IQ functionality uh, with G6. And so uh, we're excited about that. Um, well, it was able to be, uh, went through the FDA very quickly uh, for the review period because of one of the things that aided that was the ICGM standard, that G6 being the only CGM out there with the integrated CGM um, a designation by the FDA, that part of that designation is all of the performance metrics for both sensor performance but also the connectivity. And so that is one of the things that aided the approval of that product so quickly was um, having that designation with G6. And I'm not familiar with T-Slim, but so people have the pump now, they just need a firmware upgrade to, to make this work if they have a Dexcom? Yeah, if, depending on which pump they have. So uh, Tandem started, I don't even know the exact date, but um, uh, last year they started shipping um, a pump 
um, that is capable of being firmware updated. So the first update that was available for it was the G5 integration. So you get up to create and, and have G5 connectivity to your pump. And now those same pumps can be updated with the Basil IQ algorithm, uh, and it will um, connect up to uh, G6. That algorithm only works with the 6, not with the G5. Correct, yeah. That's my understanding. That's, that's my And so there's... But there's the other side of it doesn't exist, right? If my blood sugar starts to go up, it doesn't give me insulin. It's not a, it's not a, any kind of a, that kind of a. That, not, not not commercially, not, not yet. Okay. But there's um, uh, they they are working on a product um, that um, is called Control IQ that has um, the Type Zero algorithm embedded in it. So. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the news uh, recently, uh, Dexcom, Dexcom acquired Type Zero. Um, the um, company is a spin out of the University of Virginia that was developing um, closed loop algorithm technology as well as technology for um, decision support uh, within the area of diabetes. So we acquired that company recently and are excited to work with Tandem uh, on implementation of the, the Control IQ algorithm, right. Generation 1, and then future generations as well. Is that Type 0 acquisition, is there anything there you can really discuss i i i saw that come through and i thought well there's got to be a great reason for that and i just don't know if it's obvious to the rest of us yet yeah there's a couple um there's a couple of things about about the acquisition that really made it make sense we've, we've had a long um history working with type zero um uh, through all of their um clinical trials um both the uni- work that was done at the university of virginia as well as type zero itself um so we've uh, been the sensory that they've used for all of that work um, our different generations. So we, we worked really closely with the team. Um, it's a very talented team um, in both um, algorithm development and implementation and also clinical work uh, in the area of closed loop. So we, um, one, we wanted to um, that team to be part of the Dexcom team. Uh, so that was one aspect of it. The other aspect of it was the technology that they had developed, the Control IQ algorithm, mm-hmm. um, is, is a very um, good uh, insulin-only um, algorithm that um, we were very interested in um, continuing to evolve that algorithm and making it available to our pump partners. Uh, and so Tandem's the um, first pump partner to, to um, be you know, working with that, that algorithm. Um, and we hope that others, um, we know many of our partners have their own algorithms, which we support that as well. Um, it's just, this is another potential offering uh, that they could take advantage of. Um, one of the things that Dexcom, one of the things we try and do is enable our pump partners with as much technology as we can um, and for, to provide the integrated products. Um, and this is just, this is another option. We also have now a team um, that's closely tied to the University of Virginia. Uh, that can do, um, you know, we can influence work that's done there, and we're really excited about some of the, the future, both work on the, the AP algorithm, so fine-tuning um, the first generation, making a second generation, third generation that continues to enhance um, what the algorithm can do, which is main main thing there is keep, keep uh, folks within their target glucose range. So we've got lots of uh, exciting um, aspects to work on there, and then also our um, decision support strategy um, and um, the different work we plan to do there. The, the Type 0 team will be assisting us with that as well. So is that in any way, and maybe you can't say, is that in any way an indication that you guys are getting into the insulin pump business, or are you getting into the licensing of your algorithm to insulin pump companies' business? 
Hey, the episode's short, so I'll make the ads even shorter. Arden turned 14 years old this summer. She's been using the Omnipod since she was four years old, and we are 100% on the team. It's kind of exciting sometimes when I see other pumps like, oh, they have low suspend now or something like that, but Omnipod's on their way. They may not have been first, but I have a good feeling they're gonna be the best. So I'm willing to wait until it's their time. In the meantime, you still get tubeless, waterproof, swimming, showering, don't have to take it off while you're exercising. There's a lot of good in there. Plus, when you use the bowl with insulin ideas and the stuff we talk about here on the podcast, I mean, low suspend is nice, but my point is this. If you're using the T-Slim, right on. I got no problems with you. But if you want to try a tubeless insulin pump, you really have to go to myomnipod.com forward slash juice box or click on the links in the show notes and take a chance on a free demo pod. It's absolutely free. It has no obligation attached to it. You can try it on and see what you think. Doesn't hurt to try. Myomnipod.com forward slash juice box. We are ride or die with Omnipod. And I think if you try it, you will be too. So is that in any way, and maybe you can't say, is that in any way an indication that you guys are getting into the insulin pump business or are you getting into the licensing of your algorithm to insulin pump companies business? Yeah, we're not we're not we're not getting into the insulin pump business. We're um, basically um, acquiring pieces and toolbox and developing them ourselves of of things that can enable our our pump partners. Um, and so we look at it like it, it's a way for us to continue to support those partners with the integrations. Um, and now we we have an algorithm that they can take advantage of if they if they desire. Um, or we still support. Um, Folks who have their own uh, algorithms that they're developing, we we still support that as well. It's just another option, right? So you'll work with you'll work with a company if you have an agreement. It doesn't matter if they're using someone else's algorithm or yours, but yours is yeah. there. Or yours is there. Yeah, we okay. don't. Yeah, uh, I'm so want interested. To, want to make it available? I'm so interested to see where all that goes, Jake, because that seems like the very beginnings of something that I don't completely grasp yet. So uh, that is it's incredibly exciting, and you. Um, you are how how are you involved in that like when you got that algorithm was it like you got a new toy like what part of your business life did that affect the most it um uh it's it's really exciting it's it basically adds to the r&d team so it's a an r&d development team uh that's been developing algorithms um they developed the the in control algorithm that that uh Tandem's using, and so it's just, it, they've, it, it's a group that's joined the Dexcom R&D team. So they're now now part of our team, and um, we've got a few different remote offices throughout the United States where we do research and development work. And so uh, we just added this new one in Charlottesville, that's and so cool. we're excited to have them on the team. And um, we're basically working through all the uh, different projects that um, uh, we can now enable them to, to work on. Right. Um, Dexcom, we have quite we have quite a platform that we can bring to that team, and we can work together now on integration of their technology into our platform. Right? Is there um, is there aspects of their work that's going to just help the G six work on it better? I mean, are you going to can you fold that into the sensor technology? Is there stuff there, or is it is that uniquely the discussion between the sensor and the pump and how it makes insulin decisions? Right now, it's focused on how um, what what we do with the glucose information we generate from the sensor. So that's what that the team's mainly focused on. But it, it does um, go quite a bit beyond just closed loop insulin delivery. Um, there's a lot of um, aspects of their 
team and their capabilities that we can develop, uh, along with some of the folks here at, at uh, the corporate office here in San Diego that have been working on decision support algorithms. Now it's basically just more more folks to solve um, some of the things we're looking at solving, which is how do you provide more context to the insul- to the glucose information that you're getting and help make some of the decisions that have to be made every day as you're dealing with the disease. So um, it's it's just uh, augmenting our team with more capability. Um, so we're we're very excited about it. That's excellent. I'm excited. Can you remind me what pump companies do you have partnerships with right now? I'm T Slim, obviously, but there's also. Are you working with Omnipod too? Yeah. So the the um, what I can talk about is the the partnerships that are public. We also right, have partnerships right. that are not. Okay. So um, the ones that are public are um, obviously Tandem, uh, and then yes, we are working with um, Insulet on the um, their Horizon system, which is a um, closed loop uh, um, uh, system that they're they're working on to so work on the integration of G6 into that product, uh, working closely to support both clinical trials and the product development. Uh, and then we're also working with Lilly. Lilly has a, um, a pump that they have in development, mm-hmm. an insulin pump, uh, that uh, we're doing both supporting clinical trials as well as um, development of the commercial product. And so... Jake, would you like to lose your job and tell me about the ones that aren't public? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to tell you, but I can't. <laughs> but we do have other partners that uh, are in development as well, um, integrating our technology that um, for, at this point right now are, are non-public. It's interesting. I've heard rumblings that Omnipod's working on bringing more choice to the community, but I don't know what that means. So I somehow feel like you do know what that means, but maybe you do and maybe you don't. Uh, and again, I respect you and I'm not looking for you to, to get in trouble. I was just, uh, it's, um, it, it was tough when I heard that, I heard that kind of out in the world and I was like, what does that mean? Does it mean like a different pump? Does it mean a different size pump? Does it like, what is it? Cause it, it wasn't, it didn't feel like dash or horizon talk to me. So I was oh, doing, a, I, I was doing a lot of rooting into it, but I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong and. You know, I'm not asking you. I'm just saying, it would be nice to break a story on the podcast once in a while. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I can offer you a job editing a podcast, Jake. Should you lose your job? Would you? <laughs> it pays. <laughs> it pays forty five dollars. <laughs> anyway, um, so okay, so can you tell me a little more about sort of the nuts and bolts about? Maybe it's. I don't know how deeply it goes, but if you want to go deep and geeky, I'd love to hear about it. When the sensor reports, first of all, the sensor's telling that pump, we're going to be, what, 80? Is that the number it cuts off at, the blood sugar? You know, the, the specifics, the specifics, exactly how their algorithm works. Um, I, their side. I, I mean, I've been told the details and I've gone through it, but I don't actually have it memorized. Um, so I don't, off the top of my head, know exactly um, how the feature works. But I know that it's looking ahead in time and when the glucose drops um, below uh, a certain value, it will start suspending. And then as soon as it predicts it's going to go back above that value, it turns the insulin back on. Okay. Um, and it does that every five minutes uh, when it gets the five-minute CGM reading. But the, exactly how long it's looking on time and the um, the threshold at which it does it, I don't um, don't okay. recall. But that's interesting, though. So if, if for some reason, let's say the CGM says, hey, you know, in however amount of time from now, you're going to be this blood sugar. So we think, I think, you have to suspend your insulin right, I don't know, here to, to avoid that from happening. And then five minutes later when the next reading comes through, if somehow your blood sugar's taken a leap up, you know, I don't know, somebody ran around the corner, yelled boo, and you got hit with a bunch of adrenaline, it, it just, boom, turns it right back on. 
Yes, it, wow. it, does, it is one of the features where it can turn it back on rather quickly. I mean, obviously, um, there's some, um, uh, you know, filtering done so that it doesn't turn, um, you know, doesn't uh, falsely turn back on. But, yeah, it's, right. it's, it's very quick to respond. I, I know that's one of the unique aspects of the technology that um, when I first saw it, I was very interested in. Okay. So let's maybe we can talk a little more in the abstract then and get away from the what it does in the T-Slim. So yep. when, when, you're, when you're developing for artificial pancreas, um, does, does each pump company say to you, hey, we have different thresholds we think are right, or, do you, or does that not affect how your, how your algorithm works? I mean, we're talking about the type zero algorithm. Like, do you, you, don't, you don't have to adjust that algorithm to them. They adjust, they just take the information from it and then do with it, make the decisions that they, they find to be reasonable. Is that how that goes? Yeah, exactly. So we, we provide the um, the algorithm, uh, and what they do is they um, uh, we provide support for them to implement the algorithm on their device. So, for example, on the tandem pump, um, the algorithm is embedded in the software of the pump, and so um, the Type Zero team worked with Tandem to do that and and um, embed it into the pump, and um, that's the uh, for the control IQ product. Mm-hmm. The basal IQ product was a um, different algorithm that, that uh, Tandem worked on that's not part of the uh, Type 0. And, and does that work happen all remotely, or do you have people like in Massachusetts working with Insulet, as an example, or, or do, do they all just meet virtually? Right now, you can get a Dexcom G6 continuous glucose monitor for you or a loved one. It is incredibly simple to do. You go to Dexcom.com forward slash juice box and you are well on your way. A little bit later in the episode, I'm going to speak again about what Arden's A1C was on the first three months of G6. And let me tell you that the accuracy has been spectacular for us. And it really translated to an A1C. Wait till you hear. If you don't know the number, it's going to shock you. It shocked me. Every time this company takes a leap forward, my daughter's health and welfare takes a leap right along with it. G6 has been spectacular. G5 was amazing, but, you know, research and development. Jake's uh, doing a really good job over there. Don't forget about the share and follow apps on Dexcom. They're available for Android or iPhone. Your son, daughter, friend, wife, spouse, I don't know, significant other. Could be anywhere, anywhere using their Dexcom, and you can see what their blood sugar is remotely. That's how we make Arden's decisions for school lunches together, because I can see your blood sugar all day. You know what Arden's blood sugar is right now? 82. 82. It was 110 when we pre-bowls for lunch. It was 120 after lunch, and she had a crazy lunch. And so I just bumped a little, brought it down again, cha-ching, right back to 82. Dexcom.com forward slash juice box. The link's in your show notes. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Here we go, more Jake Leach. We uh, we do both. Um, we with all of our pump partners. Tandem is is um, located right here in, in um, San Diego in Southern California, so we it's a little easier because we can get right over there. But um, even with Insulet um, and our other partners, Lily, we um, we do it virtually, but we also uh, have folks flying back and forth quite often. They visit us quite often. Our engineers fly back there. Um, so it's um, it's a very um, integrated effort because you can imagine trying to integrate uh, the, the two different technologies. You need a lot of interface time between the teams. So we have teams and, and even governance structures set up to help manage the programs because um, it's uh, it's important to make sure everyone's on the same page when you're doing these, these integrations. Yeah, so yeah, a little virtual and, and lots on site. 
And so the the um, the release dates that are you know very obviously fluid that from all these companies, whatever their target dates are, not release dates, their target dates for getting their artificial pancreas stuff out into the world. That's not on you. You guys have done the work and provided the product. It's now in their hands to implement, test, get through the FDA and everything like that. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. We, we're right, at this point right now. We support the integration. So as they determine exactly how. Now, the Bluetooth radio works with G6 or how they want to implement the algorithm, mm-hmm. um, all those things. We're basically in a support role making sure that um, you know, all of that uh, is working the way it's supposed to. We, also, we do uh, supplemental testing to make sure their, their systems are um, you know, implemented um, the, the properly so that it's communicating the right information back and forth with the G6. And so, yeah, we, do, there's, we have quite a bit of infrastructure internally that we've developed over time to support our, our number of partners. Um, we knew early on that we wanted to support multiple insulin delivery partners and allow choice, and so um, we've built a R&D infrastructure to support that. It handles that. That's amazing. Hey, uh, speaking of the G6, it's going really well for Arden with the G6, and, and I can give you a great example. So when I interviewed you back when it came out, actually, you said you said one thing that that rang true eventually. I said, is somebody going to hack this thing and figure out how to restart it? And you were like, it's the internet. Someone will figure it out. And they did. Um, Mm -hmm. And and it's an incredibly popular post on my blog. So thank you very much. Uh, But, (laughs) but, um, but the thing about Arden is this, like people kept asking me, well, how does it work? How does it work? And my answer ended up being, I don't like, you can't ask me that now. It seems like it's great, but I won't know until I get her A1C back. Right? Like, are the decisions we're making for blood sugars uh, low or high, bumping or up, bumping or down? Like, is that place that it's telling me I'm keeping her blood sugar? Like, how accurate is that? And uh, I want you to know that um, her Clarity app, of course, at the moment doesn't just give you an A1C value, what it thinks, but it does give you an average blood sugar that you can easily translate to an A1C. And it very closely matched what our A1C ended up being after three full months on G6, and that was 5.4. It was our lowest ever. Wow. Congratulations. No, thank you very much. exciting. Dude, it's the technology. It, 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 the better it works, the easier what I do is. You know, so, you know, we just keep Arden in a real, in a simple space, right? Like, um, we're alerted at 70 for the low. Uh, she gets alerted at 130 for a high. I get alerted at 120 for a high. And we live in a world where she, we try very hard not to give her very much insulin. Like, you know, she's sort of just like trying to keep your car in the lane and just bump it a little bit this way, bump it a little bit that way. But if, you know, if the G5 was telling me her blood sugar was 120 when it was actually, I don't know, 130, those 10 points make a difference. So even just a little ratcheting down on the accuracy, I mean, look what it did. You know, I I went from, I think her last couple of A1Cs were like 6'1", 5'8", like in that range, and now doing nothing differently. And keeping in mind, by the way, that she's, um, I don't know, I I don't know if there's a delicate weight, but she has blossomed into womanhood, Jake. Uh, So there's that extra issues to to deal with. 5.4, no significant lows. Like really something. I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I love to hear stories like that. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, I have the predictive alert. I don't see very often for the lows, um, but we don't get that low very often. But I did happen to see it last night after a, a long workout with softball. And then she kind of ate some carby stuff that I didn't get ahead of enough with a, with a pre-bolus. 
And I did get um I did get woken up, I think, around like two in the morning, and it just said her blood sugar, I think what it was um I forget what it said. Like I forget what her blood sugar was, but it's like we, you know, we think you're gonna be fifty five in twenty minutes. And I, I, I cut her basil off for a little bit of time, gave her a tiny bit of juice. She went right back up to like eighty eight and I went right back to sleep. It was it was amazing. So awesome. yeah, really cool. Um with 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 that in mind, the idea that every time something gets better life gets better. Is there anything on the horizon that you can tease right now? What are you guys working on? Hey guys, dancingfordiabetes.com. Have you checked it out yet? It's dancing, the number four, diabetes.com. It's a great organization helping children with diabetes through dance. And don't forget, their 18th annual Dancing for Diabetes show is November 10th. If you're in the Florida area, click on that more information link when you get to dancingfordiabetes.com and find out more. They'd love to see you. Is there anything on the horizon that you can tease right now? What are you guys working on? Uh, are you allowed to yeah, say? Yeah, we're, um, well, we're working on um, obviously quite a few insulin delivery integrations. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, we're, um, yeah, we... That's all you got? <laughs> is yeah, there, is there a to, G7? Think, you know what? <laughs> you got me at an interesting time, Scott. I'm, tr- I'm working on what we're going to talk about at... Um, the EASD conference, and so I'm trying to remember what's public and what's not. What uh, can I talk about it? I don't. I've actually we've got uh, all I can say is we have a ton in the pipeline. Um, uh, it's been one of the exciting things about you know a growing company is um, the amount of investment we make in our um, development is continuing to grow. So we're very excited about um, all the things we're working on. Um, but uh, I can give you something more exciting in the, in the near the next future. Time we but, talk? Okay. Yeah, next time we talk, let's schedule it around. It's some when I can tell you some of our. Uh, exciting new news, but uh, yeah, as of right now, we're real focused on supporting G6. Uh, it's a big part of our our development. We're also um, quite a bit of our teams working on the next generation platform, which will come after um, G6. This is the um, work with our partners up at Verily. Yeah. Um, that that platform is going to be another leap in terms of convenience, size, comfort, um, and performance as well. So it's. That's a that's a next that's you know that's multiple years out. That's a next generation type of thing. But it is a uh, for the R and D team. It's a, one of our major focuses um, because it takes years to develop the technology. Of course. Hey, I just have a couple of quick questions for from people on. Actually, just one real quick two. Excuse me, from people online. Uh, sure. With the, I guess speaking specifically about the T Slim integration, there's a parent who wants to know if the follow app will ever show if the Dexcom has suspended the insulin on the Dexcom follow-up. Like, so the, the scenario is their child is somewhere, their blood sugar, you know, predicted to be low, the pump suspended, but the parent's somewhere looking at the blood sugar low, not knowing if that actually happened or not. Yeah, it's, um, it's something that we, we definitely want to implement. We, we, we are, um, we want to implement more information in follow, Mm -hmm. um, particularly around glucose and insulin information. And we're just now, to the point with our insulin partners that we're starting to get some of that real-time insulin data. Uh, and so that we do want to put that into follow and give the follower that information because we recognize how important that is. Um, you've got the glucose information, but you also don't have the other piece of the picture. So we do want to want to offer that. So we are, our infrastructure is capable yeah. uh, of um, uh, transferring that information to follow. So um, it's just about developing the connectivity with the, uh, the pump partners um, and the insulin, uh, other insulin delivery partners. Okay. Okay. My, the second question I got was 
uh, from a parent of a teen who said that they've done a bunch of research that says that teens hear lower tones easier, easier, more easily. Wow, there's no English in that. Uh, but they hear lower tones better, and they were wondering if you might change or add some um, alerts that worked at a lower range. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I um, I had I hadn't uh, I haven't seen that, but I, I will we'll go look at it. We we definitely support. We have a kind of the long list of alerts that are supported on the. I'm assuming we're talking about the the phone app. Yeah. Here. Um, and so yeah, we we'll we'll definitely look into. We haven't looked at that in a while in terms of changing those alert sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's a good good suggestion. So we'll look at it. Well, that's excellent. I can't thank you enough, Jake, for coming on. I don't want to kick any more of your time. We had a little technical issue in the beginning, so we, we didn't get quite a half an hour like I was hoping for. But I I really appreciate you doing this. And all, basically what I did, everyone, if you're listening, is I saw some stuff happening online. I was like, I don't understand what's going on. I wish I knew more. And then I thought to myself, hey, I have a podcast. I can find out if I want to. So <laughs> I was like, I can just reach out and see if Jake will do this. So I really uh, very much appreciate you coming on and doing this. And, Anytime, uh, Scott. For explaining, and I look forward to uh, to finding out what's next. Are we talking about this year still in 2018? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 chat. Um, let's chat after the um, uh, EASD conference. So let's 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 set up another podcast for October. Oh, that sounds great. All right, uh, have a great day. Yeah, thanks, Scott. Hey, I don't know how infrequent it is, but it's pretty rare that I record, edit, and post a show on the same day. But this is one. Today, September 11, 2018. It was recorded, edited, and it is now for you. Hope you enjoyed a little check-in with Jake and Dexcom. Hopefully there's something in there that gets you excited or something in there that helps you with what you're doing right now. I want to thank Dexcom, of course, Omnipod, and Dancing for Diabetes for sponsoring the Juice Box podcast. Please go to dancingfordiabetes.com. Myomnipod.com forward slash juicebox or Dexcom.com forward slash Juicebox. There are, of course, links at juiceboxpodcast.com or in the show notes of your podcast app. When you click on them, it does help the podcast. Guys, I posted an episode between 180 and 181. That's a bonus episode. It's only like three minutes long. It explains a giveaway. There's a $25 Amazon gift card for the winners. And all I'm asking for you to do is tell me about what episodes of the podcast have been impactful to you and why. And I've been receiving some submissions. I think some people have been typing and sending in theirs uh, through email. They might be a little nervous to record. I don't know. But I just wanted you to hear the most recent one so you had an idea of what people are doing and maybe give you a little motivation to do the same. Hi, Scott. My name is Heather. I'm mom to a relatively newly diagnosed T1D. We were diagnosed in May and it's September. I credit you and the blog with being the reason that my five-month diagnosed type 1 diabetic went from over 14 A1C down to six in just four months. So thank you. I can't begin to thank you enough. I found your podcast in month two and have been trying to catch up on as many episodes as I can. The two that I found so far particularly new in our world to uh, that were, I think, really impactful um, we're episode 151 with Nicole, who was diagnosed at 17 and didn't really start managing. That's all you have to do to enter, guys. Just use the recorder on your cell phone, make a recording, send an email. It's all set out for you so you can understand what to do. Uh, like I said in the bonus episode, it's between 180 and 181. I think we're taking submissions for 
maybe another couple of weeks and then it's over. I'm using the information that everybody is sending to me to help new listeners kind of get into the podcast quickly. So your insight is incredibly invaluable. I'll see you next week.